The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. One, and we're live. (laughs) Chris, ladies and gentlemen, giant fans, we have not witnessed this in quite a long time in a lot of ways, right? The New York Giants have not blown a team out in this manner since when, Chris? I don't even remember it. A 38-10 to 10 absolute beatdown of the Indianapolis Colts. But most importantly, Chris, the New York Giants have secured their first playoff berth since 2016. Chris, how are you feeling? This is awesome, bro. Yeah, they, I don't want to say we haven't seen the Giants involved in a dismantling beatdown like this before or at least in a while we have seen them but usually they the giants are on the receiving end of it yeah we haven't seen the giants do this to a team in a long 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 time and you know we we were saying talking before we we went live i generally don't like to go into the oh x college team could beat this nfl team because Every NFL team, their worst players are the best players from their respective college teams. But man, this Colts team, woof. <laughs> I, I haven't no. seen a team beat themselves and then just quit the way the Colts have in a long time. But man, credit to the Giants for doing their job, handling their business. They played with composure for the most part, and they did what they had to to get the win that they needed to when they absolutely needed to get it and that's all you can ask for right from a team like this and i gotta say man daniel jones he's a a player that the giants are gonna have to make a decision on and yeah he didn't light up the stat sheet from throwing for 300 yards because he didn't have to but he was on point in this game he finished this contest 19 to 24 for 177 yards with two touchdowns and he was so decisive with his legs adding another two touchdowns on the ground with 91 yards on 11 carries he just seemed to be clicking on all cylinders with the quick passing attack of Mike Kafka's offense and the Colts really did not have an answer for Daniel Jones for Daniel Jones's legs and this was honestly just one of the biggest beatdowns we've seen in recent memory yeah and This was something we alluded to in our preview podcast of how the Giants could attack the Colts defense. And really, Gus Bradley's defense was almost custom made for the Giants offense. Or rather, maybe the Giants offense was custom made for Gus Bradley's defense. You know, we talked about those soft spots in that cover three defense. You know, the the voids in the zone coverage on the outside and the the shallow middle of the field, the the void between the deep center, the deep 
safety and the linebackers. Those were there all day long for the Giants. And we saw those classic cover three beaters work for the Giants all day long. We did see the classic cover three beaters, hitch seams, things of that nature. But you said this before the show, and you might have even said it in the beginning of this show. His game seemed like it was over after the pick six by Landon Collins, which is honestly one of the coolest. There's the ads right there. But it's one of the coolest <laughs> things, right? Like Landon Collins comes back to the New York Giants. He doesn't play that much this season. And then he finally gets his number called, take Crowder, shipped out of town. And now he's become a big part of this defense. We know Wink Martindale loves to run that quarter package with multiple defensive backs on the football field. He gets this pick six. Nick Foles ends up getting injured shortly after with the Kayvon Thibodeau hit. We'll get in the Kayvon in a little bit because Kayvon just had another one heck of a game. But Chris, even after halftime, Giants are up 24 to three. Darius Slayton fumbles the football, but it was it was just a little blip on the radar of what would be this beatdown that we've been talking about the entire time because the Giants surrendered one yard on defense after that fumble that led to the missed field goal by Chase McLaughlin. Yeah, the, that was a classic Landon Collins play. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be talking about that in my post-game piece. That was vintage 2016 Landon Collins, him playing downhill, playing, trusting his eyes, trusting his instincts, playing fast and making a play. He has always been a playmaker when he is healthy and allowed to play downhill and play fast. And yeah, this Wink Martindale defense fits Landon Collins so incredibly well. Oh, just the same as that 2016 Steve Spagnolo defense where it, I don't care if you're calling him a box safety or a will linebacker or whatever it, it fits him so incredibly well. And I hope the giants keep him around for next year. They still need to find a linebacker. They still need to find a Mike linebacker who can cover and be a true three down player. But I, I hope Landon Collins sticks around because he looks like that magnificent bastard Landon Collins again. And we love that guy too, right? Like that's what yes. we want on this team. I'm, I'm really glad he's back here in blue. And just speaking a little bit more about the offensive attack. Look, the Colts have a huge liability in the slot with no Kenny Moore. You, we can go back to the Minnesota Vikings game. KJ Osborne went absolutely off in that game. And then last week, who was it? Uh, it was the uh, slot again with Keenan Allen, who's a superstar. He ended up going off. But Richie James does the same here. Seven catches for 76 yards with that touchdown by Daniel Jones, where he was rolling to his right. I don't know, Chris, man. The Giants are heading into the playoffs right now, and this is an absolute – this is a tire fire of a franchise right now, the Indianapolis Colts. Yes. So it's not like the Giants beat a, a, a contending team or anything like that. We all know the Colts suck. But the Giants' offense is clicking right now, and I feel like if you need to get hot at the right time, it would be in Week 17 against an opponent you're supposed to be hot against to secure your playoff berth heading into Week 18 where Jalen Hurts may or may not play. It looks like the Eagles are going to lose here against the Saints. So that Week 18 game is going to be very important – and I just think the Giants could be set up for if they can compete next week against the Philadelphia Eagles, they could really go into the playoffs with a hot streak, bro. Yeah, we'll just have to see what happens. I fully expect Jalen Hurts to play. Uh, looking ahead, looks like Josh Sweat, the defensive end edge for Philadelphia, had a scary injury. Uh, basically, mm -hmm. everybody took a knee on that thing as he was carted off the field. It was you know, That's a scary sight. Nothing you want to see. You know, we'll we'll just have to see what happens with the Saints game. Uh, if the Saints are able to keep the number one seed, the Giants will be looking at the Saints, then the 49ers. And if they get past the 49ers, they'll be looking at the Saint, uh, 
get, be looking at the Eagles for the third time in five weeks. <laughs> third time in five weeks. Wouldn't that be a matchup? Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. But transitioning a little bit to the defense, the Giants defense did what they were supposed to against a team that lost their starting quarterback, who really probably shouldn't be a starting quarterback <laughs> right here in 2023. That, that <laughs> would imply that the Colts have a starting quarterback. <laughs> it would. They, but have, they have three third stringers. <laughs> This is multiple games now at the end of this season where we're discussing Kayvon Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau had an almost imp- like just an incredibly impressive interception pick six that he dropped on a kind of rollout play. He had a huge tackle for loss to kind of set the tone early on. And then he had the sack that ended up unfortunately hurting Nick Foles. It just seems like he's truly breaking out right now at the end of the year when the Giants are heading into the playoff. And that's really important, Max. This is somebody who missed two weeks of the season and a lot of training camp because of that low hit by Thad Moss getting back to what was that preseason week two. So now that he's been healthy for a little while and he's getting used to the speed, man, Kayvon Thibodeau looks like a true number five overall pick in a draft. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually offenses will start to block him because the, the, the sack <laughs> yeah, right. on uh, Foles was unblocked and the almost a pick was unblocked as well. Uh, Eventually, offenses will figure out that they need to block number five, which that will help every everybody else on the on the defensive front. You know, the that hit on Foles. Hopefully, he's okay. It's being reported as a rib injury. That was a another very scary sight. To I, at first, I just saw it out of the corner of my eye. Uh, Foles kind of shaking there on the ground. That that's a thing you just never want to see. Uh, you know. I, it was kind of a bad look to see <laughs> Thibodeau celebrating while Foles was obviously yeah. in pain. Um, I don't think he knew how injured he yeah, was. I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. We can't know. Um, yeah, I do kind of flash back to everybody getting on Odell for dancing in the end zone. So, you know, hopefully the, the Giants will be will play with a little bit maybe I don't want to say more composure, but you know, there's a time and a place. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to look too much into it. I don't think he realized how injured Nick Foles might have been during the uh, snowflake. I do like the celebration. No, you're laying in the snow, you know, even though it's like 50 degrees up there in New Jersey right now, reportedly, but even so, man, this was a, a impressive defensive performance. Dexter Lawrence, I loved what I saw against Quentin Nelson, that sack. He put him on skates, man. Quentin Nelson, hey, this team sucks. Quentin Nelson is still an all-pro type of guard. 
Yeah, he is. That was an impressive play. The the Colts offense as a whole, I honestly the the Giants defense they, they have some things to tighten up cuz if the Colts were able to drop 10 on them. <laughs> you know, they, they were yeah. able to get some runs going. Uh there were a couple plays down the field that the that Foles and Ellinger were both able to make. So, you know, the, the Giants actually have some things to work on. <laughs> They absolutely do. I mean, they still surrendered like 4.9 yards per carry, 4.9 yards per carry to Zach Moss, 15 for 74 with a long of 12. So there were a bunch of chunk, like six, seven, eight yards. It seemed like they were using some power gap counter. That's the Giants struggle with, but it was also more duo and things like of that nature up front. But the Giants run defense is going to be an issue for quite a while. It was good to have Xavier yes. McKinney back in this game. You, you saw him uh, out there. The one catch that Paris Campbell made, he was in on, but he didn't get his hands on it. Hopefully that can be rectified as he gets used to the speed since he's been out for so long, but it's just great to have him back out there on the football field because we know the impact that Xavier McKinney can have on the back end of this defense. Yeah, and I have to say uh, that Paris Campbell catch, he is a good receiver. He positioned himself very well for that catch. He, he did a good job using his body to make sure that McKinney, even if he had two hands, wouldn't have been able to make a play on that ball, maybe knock it away. But yeah, you know, that, that's about all the giants could have hoped for in that situation. And I think that was probably the best pass. Any of the Colts quarterbacks through all game long. <laughs> I think that was yeah, all of their good passes coverage. wrapped up into one. <laughs> it was in like triple coverage too. Yeah. <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> Timothy Chandler asked, why did it take so long to get Collins on the field this year? Yeah, I'm not really 100% certain why after the bye week when we thought we would see more Collins. I think it was after the Houston game, actually. We started kind of just not having him activated. The Giants didn't want to put him on the active roster. But I think it's a, a the perfect time to call his number at the end of the year, he's fresh. He's up to speed with the defense. And we discussed it at the top of the show, his impact, Timothy, he's uh he's definitely uh, somebody who the giants are going to be relying on heading into the playoffs, which it's, it's 2023 right now. And we're talking about Landon Collins, who has suffered serious injuries, have been on other teams. So it's excellent. And it's such a great story that he's back where he started his NFL career and he's just doing great work for the New York football giants. Yeah. We don't know why it took so long. Uh, it, could have been just a matter of getting him up to speed in the defensive calls because we know this is an intricate defense. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of calls. And maybe the loss of Xavier McKinney for a while being the defensive play caller, you know, that that might have forced the Giants to keep Tay Crowder because of his experience in the, you know, in the defense on the team. It just forced him to keep force them to keep him on the field for as long as they did. And they might have planned to move on from Tay Crowder as soon as Landon Collins was ready. Yeah, Timothy also brings up how Feliciano looked better even hitting the second level in the first quarter. I think that's one of Feliciano's better traits is when you can pull him and he can get up to the second level. It's something he did pretty frequently over there in Buffalo on power gap type of concepts. And I appreciate his game in that manner. It's just the interior offensive line. What we'll the wait to see on the tape, Chris, exactly how they performed, but just from the broadcast, it looked like they were doing well. And it was really just the Daniel Jones show. And that's one of the reasons why he had that standing ovation, which a couple people are bringing up in the comments. It's great when your quarterback can get a standing ovation on a playoff clinching win. Yeah, this was, I would say probably Jones's most complete game. It definitely, I would say his most efficient game. Yeah. Things were maybe a little bit shaky at the very start of the game. Uh, he did throw two passes to Colts defenders on the first drive. Fortunately, they dropped both of them. 
But right after that, they buttoned things down. They started hitting those cover three beaters. The Giants were able to get the running game going at, at least enough that the Colts just kind of didn't have any answers. And the wide receivers all did their job. Saw Isaiah Hodgins making plays downfield as a blocker in addition to finding room as a receiver, Richie James doing what he did out of the slot, uh, Daniel Bellinger finding massive voids in that Colts defense. That you tight know, end league play was awesome, dude, right? It was. It was. We we talked before the game about how the Colts defense is better than their offense. But in this game, it, everything just snowballed on them so fast. I, I felt like you could see the Colts give up after that Landon Collins pick six. And, you know, we saw before the game that Jeff Saturday is a serious candidate for the Colts head coaching job. I honestly don't know how they could even entertain that anymore. Not after this game. Although I'm sure he's got getting votes of confidence from the Titans and the Jaguars and the Texans. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. But Chris, do you have anything else on this 38 to 10 victory for the New York giants? who are now officially playoff bound. No, you know, I'm looking forward to getting back to the tape, seeing exactly what happened, and getting a look at the All-22 tape to really see how Mike Kafka attacked this Gus Bradley defense because it looked like the Giants always had the right play called at the right time. And maybe that's just because Bradley is so so set in his ways and so definite in his tendencies that the tendency exploiter Mike Kafka just always knew what was coming. Always knew what was coming. Let's hope he can carry that over in week 18 against Philadelphia and then into the playoffs wherever the Giants land. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Chris and Nick show here on Big Blue View Radio. Please head on over to the website, bigblueview.com. Check out all of our written content. We will be there talking about this 38-10 playoff clinching win over the Indianapolis Colts and also projecting everything forward to week 18 against the Philadelphia Eagles. Take care, everyone, and have a lovely one. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.